Nedarim daf nun vav, the last thing we're discussing was a person who vowed from uh, garments, what is he allowed to wear, what is he not allowed to wear, and we said Rabbi Uda says, it all depends on the situation of the person who made the vow. And with that, we're going to start nun vav amudalif, the first line by the Mishnah, hanoder min abayt, if a person vows he's not going to enter a house, mutar ba'aliyah, he's allowed to walk on the roof of that house, the very bimeir. The upper story, the roof, is also part of the house. If a person says, I'm not going to enter the upper story, then is allowed to go inside the house. And before we start the Gemara, we should understand, really, the same nefkamina that we have over by Nidalim, is the upper story, is the roof part of the house or not, is the same question, Legabe, a nega, a, a wound, a tzarat that's found on a house. We know if tzarat's found on the house, you have to destroy the whole house. So the question is, if you found it on the, on the roof or on the upper story, do you have to destroy, destroy the whole house or just that part? So the same rules apply in both. So Mantana, who's the Tana who holds in the Pasuk, Venatati nega tzarat bebet eretz achuzatchem, and the drasha is the word bebet is lerabot is coming to add even the, the, the there's a gallery that's next to or part of the house from anywhere near it is part of the house and bebet is also lerabot aliyats also coming to add the upper story so amar of hazda it's rabbi meir it's rabbi meir who's doresh this like we mentioned the mishnah the rabbanan because if it's rabbanan amre rabbanan the rabbis already said in the mishnah aliyah bechal bait that the upper story is part of the house and lamali kera bebet lerbuya and I have no need for the pasuk bebet to add it meaning I don't need a pasuk to tell me that I, I, it's called house even according to hachamim so I don't need it so obviously it's rabbi meir. And Abaya Marafilu Temarabanan, you could even say the Tanaf is Bright Taz Rabanan. Because you still need Bayakara, you still need a Pasuk. Why? The Salkata Dah, I mean I would have thought when it says Bebet Eretz Ahuzat Chem Ketiv and it doesn't say Bebet Ahuzat Chem. I would have thought that extra word Eretz, Dafka tell me that the Mahaber Barashim, but whatever is connected to the ground is called house. Aliyah, halom Haber Barah. But the upper story, the roof, is not part of the, the ground. And maybe if there's a, a tzarat over there, maybe I don't have to destroy the whole house. So it could definitely be like Rabbanan also. Okay, so now the Gemara asks, Keman azla ha de amaravuna barchiyam shemid ola. So Ravuna said something in the name of Ola. Who's it go like? A person said, Bait bebetai ni mocher lach. I'm going to sell you a house in one of my houses. Mar ewali, I could show him an upper story and say, that's what I was talking about when I sold you the house. Meaning, the guy can't tell him, no, no, I mean a real house. No, the seller could say, you meant that upper story. It sounds like he's saying a house in my houses. If you would have said the word bait as is. You can't show him that here you have the upper story. It sounds like Rabbi Meir, that the upper story is not part of the house. And not like Rabbanan. You could even say it's Rabbanan because my Aliyah, what does that mean? He shows him an upper story. It could mean that he's showing him the best one of his houses. As if to say, if you sold someone a bait, you have to show him the Aliyah, meaning the best one. Not just you can't show him uh, an upper story, a roof, you have to show him the best one. Next Mishnah. If a person who vows that he's not allowed to sleep on the bed, then uh, he's allowed to lie on a dargash. 
Hachamim hold the dargash is part of uh, the category of bed. Hanoder minadargash mutar bamita. If a person vowed that he won't have any benefit from a dargash, he's allowed to lie on the bed. So the Gemara right away starts with our question: My dargash, what's a dargash? So Amar Uda. It's one of those uh, good fortune uh, beds that people just uh, put there uh, in the house as a good luck charm. We learned about a king who is in Avel. When they give him that uh, first Sauda, it can't come from him, it has to come from other people. And uh, they give him that uh, meat, that wine, they give him all that food. Everyone sits on the floor. And he sits on this dargash. It's a good luck bed. Now, if it's if it's a good luck bed, as you're saying, the entire year he's not sitting on that bed. That day he's in Avel. He's going to sit on it. Avina says that's a horrible question because it would be the same thing as meat and wine. The whole year, if he wants to eat meat and wine, go ahead. If not, not. That day, we give him. The reason we give him is to calm him down. So the same way we give him meat and wine as a sign of Hashivut, same thing, you would have to sit on that bed, we could say, is a sign of Hashivut. Hakasha, for already asking questions on this word, this dargash thing, we should ask from the following Braita. Netanya dargash lo ayakofeu elazokfo. A dargash, you wouldn't have to lower it if it was a regular bed in the house. You have to lower it. You don't have to lower it. Just uh, stand it on its side. Now, and if you want to tell me it's a good luck bed, then why don't you have to lower it? Then we learn, we have a Braita that says, who's lowering his bed, doesn't just lower his bed, all the beds in the house he has to lower. But the Gemara says, that's not a question. You could say, like a, it's like a bed that, that's meant for uh, for vessels, for plates, for forks, for spoons, for dishes, for pots. It's not meant for uh, for people to sit on it. The Brayta says, if it's a bed, it's a chair that's meant to put things on, then you don't have to lower it. And la ikasha hakasha. Already asking on ulad. This is the, the real brayta. That's our problem with ulad. Tanya. It says Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel Lomer dargash matir karbita vehuno fel meelav. You untie the strings around the loops on the corner, and whatever is holding it up falls down. Now veid dargash arsa degadau. And if you want to tell me the dargash is a good luck bed, karbitin meitle. Does it have these strings with the loops? It can't be that. So. The Gemara has to try to figure out a different uh, explanation of what Dargash is. So, when Ravim came from Etzel to Babel, I asked the rabbi, his name is Rafta Halifa. He's from Israel. He was uh, always in the shuk of those who work with uh, leather. And he told me, my Dargash, what's a Dargash? It's Arsad, it's a leather bed. And itmar, and it was said, "Ezu mita ve'ezu dargash." What's a mita? What's a bed? What's dargash? Amar abir miyam mita. The way a bed looks, misagin otal gaba. One fastens the straps over the bed frame. In a, however, dargash misagin oto migufo. The way dargash works, you fasten the straps through holes in the bed frame itself. 
So now the Gemara is a problem. Wooden kelim. At what point, uh, while you're making them, do are they now finished product and now they can accept tumah? It says hamita ve'arisa, a bed or a baby's crib mishishufim be'or hadag. When you smoothen them using the skin of a fish. So now, Now wait a second, if the straps go through the frame and they're going over it and they're blocking the frame so no one can see it anyways, then Then why do I need the smoother with the skin of the fish? No one's going to see it anyways. Rather, you have to say that both the, the bed and the dargash, the way you, you, you fasten it is you put the straps through the holes and the bed frames themselves. Mita, the, the way a bed looks, is in, in the bed, the straps are put, in, uh, they're put into holes in the bed frame. And dargash, the straps are put in and taken out of a loop. And by the way, now we understand what uh, Rabban Shimon Gamil was saying when he said just uh, uh, untie the, the straps and it falls by itself. Now we understand what he's talking about. The, the straps are going into loops. And Amar Yaakov Baracha Amar If there's a bed where the, the bed post, the two posts, they're coming out and you can't totally overturn it, then you stand it on its side and that's it. And Amar Yaakov Bar Idi Amar Yeshua Ben Levi Halacha Kiraban Shimon Ben Gamliel. So when it comes to a dragash, what you do, you uh, loosen the the straps and the the whatever the bed is uh, falls down. Next Mishnah Hanodemina. If a person vows that the the city I'm not going to enter it, I don't want to have any benefit from it. Mutadikanis Tchumashayir. He's allowed to go into the Shabbat boundary of that city, meaning the two thousand amot around that city. He's allowed to go in there. However, Ve'asudikanis Le'ibura. But you can't walk into the the vicinity, the outskirts of the city, there's about a 70 and two-thirds amot around the city, which is really considered part of the city. Iburam Lashon, like Me'oberet, pregnant. So it's part of the city, but it's not the city. You're not allowed to walk into that part of the city. But if someone vows, I'm not going to enter that person's house, then Asur Min that he's not allowed to walk in from the doorstop and in. And the Gemara starts, how do we know that the Ibur of the city, the 70 and two-thirds of the city, right outside the outskirts, how do we know it's part of the city? So, because the Pasuk says, when Yeshua was in Yericho, now, my Biriho, what does that mean he was in Yericho? Either my Biriho, Mamash, if you want to tell me, he was Mamash in Yericho, Vakati, Biriho, Sogretum, Sogret. It says Yericho was locked up, no one could go in, no one could go out. Elashma, I mean, I'd rather have to say, he was in the outskirts of Yericho. And it tells you that the outskirts are considered as if it's part of the city. The Ramah says, yeah, but maybe a little bit Choma, maybe even in the 2000 and what around it. No, the Gemara says, "Hakitiv b'tchuma." It says, "By the tchuma of the city, umadotem mihutz la'ir." It says, "You're you're counting, you're measuring outside the city." So you see, it's counted as outside the city. Next, we learn the Mishnah: "No demin abayt eno asur elamin ha'agaf ve'lifnim." A person vows that he won't enter a house; he's not allowed to enter from the doorstep and inward. But it sounds like aval min ha'agaf elahutz from the doorstep and outward. No, no, meaning it's not a sur, he's allowed to uh, sit on the actual doorstep. Mati Rav Mori. Rav Mori has a problem. 
Kohen comes in to check if the house has tzarat. He walks uh, in the house and then he says he looks around and he come and he leaves the house. Maybe he has to walk home, get this house, and then uh, set, and then shut the door on that person, quarantining him. Meaning, uh, let's say he has a string and he'll close the door that way. Tamud lomar el habayit. It says no. He leaves and he gets to the opening of the house. El habayit. Okay, for talking about the, the 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 doorway of the house, entrance of the house. Yachol yamot tahatam mashkof. Maybe he could stand right under the doorway and then close the, the door and say, okay, you're quarantined. Tamud lomar min habayit. Achi it says min habayit kulo. It says he has to leave the house completely. Now, bottom line is, what do we see from this brayta? If you're under the doorway, you're under the mashkof where the mezuzot are, then it doesn't make a difference if you're on the, the doorstep or not. At the end of the day, if you're under that, you're considered inside. So the Gemara explains that shani, gabe, bayit, it's different when it comes to the tzarat on the house, that you shouldn't stand under that doorway, even if you're from the doorstep and out, because dichtiv min habayit. This is the coin has to yatsa coin min habayit. It has to he has to totally leave the house. Meaning achi yatsa min habayit kulo. You have to completely leave the house. You can't even be under the doorway, and you can't even be part of that doorstep and outward. You have to be totally out. And we will stop right here. Baruch Hashem leolam. Amen. Ve amen.